Shalom, 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 Israel. We are back in the house again with another episode of Nation Not Desire. In this in this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the deception of the Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay, the Jehovah Witness deception, and we got a special brother that's going to be coming on, um, uh, Aki and Malachi, and we're going to be chopping it up. So, um, if y'all if y'all want to uh, Dale Jam with us. Stay tuned. Enjoy the music.
All right. Yeah. That's the instrumental to my rap song, Pray. Hope y'all enjoyed it. And uh, we're about to go in on this topic. Hallelujah. Before we get started, um, let's, let's pray, Israel. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thine will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. In Christ's name we pray, and everybody say amen. Amen. All right, all right. Shalom, Mark. How you doing, man? Shalom, shalom, shalom. So um, basically what, um, what, what, uh, what we were talking about before we got on, um, the, the people basically want to know, you know, uh, what, what was your issue with uh, Jehovah, the, the Jehovah's Witnesses? I'm going to let you go ahead and take it from here, and then uh, we're going to go on it. We're going to go in on them scripturally. Okay. First of all, I just want to thank you for having me on. You know, uh, blessed. And um, yeah, I'm going to it about my my background about Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. You know, my family uh, and my parents they raised me as Jehovah's Witnesses. You know, since I was you know from a child up, and I was baptized at 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And you know, most of my family Jehovah's Witnesses. And, you know, as, as uh, time went on, you know, they gave me responsibilities, you know, in the congregation, you know, as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And later on, uh, you know, when it, when, it, when it came time, you know, to become a, you know, become a man, none of that stuff was really taught, you know, in, in, the, in the home and, you know, in the congregation. It's not really taught how to be a man. Uh, and my father, he did, he, my father did leave, you know, because my parents uh, divorced, you know, they got a divorce uh, when I was about around 12, I believe. Oh, wow. Well, so, you, yeah, you was around the age of accountability at that time. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that and, still is um, probably, tra- you know, traumatic for you, though, as a young man, though. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was. Because, yeah, I was, I was the only child and uh, at the time. And, yeah, you know, that was, yeah, it was devastating to see them break up. Yeah. And, um, let me, let me so, ask you, you know, let me ask you a question. Was your, uh, did, did your dad stay connected to you? And did y'all, did y'all continue to, like, spend time with each other? Did he visit you? Did you talk on the phone? Yeah, dad. Yeah, that's what I'm getting into is that, you know, because of the religion, you know, he, he was disfellowship, you know, because they were having problems in their marriage. So when, when he got disfellowship or or excommunicated from the from the congregation, you know, my family cut him off. Mm-hmm. And they, they cut my relationship with they cut my relationship with him off. Oh wow. For you know, at least um, it was at least about a good eight, maybe eight years they you know, to cut him off and the in the times I did have a relationship with him. I mean, it was like maybe a few times I spoke to him, you know, he wrote me a couple letters and, and you know, I would see him, you know, around in, in the city. So, you know, I would have a conversation with him at that time. But other than that, you know, they, they cut him off uh, from me and, and they, you know, spoke bad things about him, 
So, you know, they was put, you know, putting it in my mind, you know, like my, you know, other members of my family. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, that, you know, my mother and me. Yeah. Uh, I, I think a lot of that comes from the brainwashing that the media has done over the years, you know, as far as like getting the man out the house. You know, a lot of that still uh, runs rapid today. You know, through the lifestyles of a lot of um, a lot of the women and a lot, of, a lot of the mothers, a lot of the you know uh, grandmothers, they continue they they continue to perpetuate that that spirit. You know, they don't they don't need a man, and that's really that's really from the devil. You know, uh, as the scriptures proved it is from the devil. But um, yeah, but um, yeah, uh, you know, just just touching on what you said about um, you know, your relationship with your dad and how y'all continue to reach out to one another and and uh you know spend a little time with each other talk to each other you know that a lot a lot of times um because a man cannot have his way and, and really that comes from like um you know totally like the man will actually like to be in the home get up with the children go go to bed with the children but a lot of times you know if, if we keep it real it's not going to be that way with with our with our people because uh, for one, because of the curses in Deuteronomy 28, and also because of, like I said, you know, uh, the way that the mindsets of our women today, you know, a lot of our women. So, um, but but what what we want to encourage men to do today is is not to give up on your children, even if you even if you and your woman don't get along, still try to have somewhat of a relationship with your children because a lot of times it's not so much of, um, you know, I can't be there and wake up with them and go to bed with them that's not that's not really what's the most important the most important thing is that you stay connected uh with your sons and your daughters and, and let just as right, long right. as they know stay that you care yeah long as they know that you mm-hmm. care that's man that's that's that that man that conquers mountains you know long as they know that you care about them but um, i don't want to i know i just want to inter- interject that you can go ahead Okay, thank you. And um, so I fast forward and to, to years and, um, you know, when I was, you know, like I said, I was becoming a man and, you know, I wanted to have a girlfriend, you know, girlfriend and you know, eventually have a wife. And, um, you know, I, I couldn't find one in the congregation or, you know, an, or other neighboring congregations as a Jehovah's Witness. So I had to look outside the congregation you know, to find a wife, and so then I was then I was disfellowship. Wow. You know, ex you know excommunicated because of that. So then, um, and that was around like twenty when I was about twenty five. So then, I around, and then when I was about thirty, that's when I found um, I started to learn about being an Israelite, mm-hmm. and I've been I've been learning that for about twelve years now. You know that that you know the, the blacks or African-Americans, what they call us, or the, the uh, true Israelites. Yeah, you know, and, you know what I, they were, yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah, what I was uh, going to say on that was, you know, it was, it was, um, it was scary when I first found out because, you know, like I said, I was coming out of that brainwashing, you know, that had been done uh-huh. to me all my life. And then, you know, I didn't really know what to expect, but it was an exciting side of me too. 
you know, because I was like, wow, you know, our history didn't stop with Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and Jesse Jackson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I was like really thrilled about that. I, you know, I was like, man, you know, I'm finna go on a serious ride, Lord. <laughs> you know, and, and the Messiah, the Messiah is a brother too. Oh, shoot, look out. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, man, but yeah, go ahead. I just want to throw that in there. Okay, so, you know, and, and uh, you know, but at, growing up as a Jehovah's Witness, you know, there was a lot of good things, you know, that I learned, you know, as a youth, that, you know, they, I, well, I did have instilled morals, and, you know, they, learned, they taught me how to be, you know, how to preach, you know, and read the Bible, and, you know, they, uh, you know, they was well organized and clean, and they, they were, you know, kind. So, they, you know, there's some people in there that are, you know, really sincere, uh, but you know, there's the you know the leaders at, at the top. I, I think they call them the governing body, mm-hmm. or uh, they they they're the ones who are you know instructing uh, you know all of the Jehovah's Witnesses and, and the elders as far as the doctrine goes. Okay. And uh, so now I'm gonna get into the deception. Is that uh, you know as, as an adult, you know I see that there's uh you know there was racism. You know, as a Jehovah's Witnesses, and you know they don't they don't really, you know, like I said, they didn't teach you how to be a man and teach you how to uh, to go into marriage. You know, having a wife, and you know, I, I would even give donations. You know, I give donations. You know, as a Jehovah's Witnesses, and and um, it's like you know, it's like there's no kind of programs. You know, for the youth. You know. You know, it seems like if you give donations, you should be able to see some, some um, you know, results or some, you know, some good things happening. Yeah, some kickback, you uh, know, some, some type of program or something, you know, for the people that's, you know, put putting in the bowl, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, and then, you know, I, I started to see, you know, as, as an adult again, and, you know, as a man, I started to see that there's the doctrine was just way off, you know, we, they teaching that the, the laws are done away with, but then at the same time, they want to turn around and punish you. You know, how, how can you teach that the laws are done away with, but then they punish you? You know, that don't really make any sense. Well, what, so, you know, uh, for not following the laws or the rules. Yeah, give, give me an example of like, you know, um, a certain type of punishment. Give, give us an example. Uh, well, like I said, the thing on, on, on marriage, you know, uh-huh. if, if they're not teaching you how to be a man, teaching you how to find a wife or anything, and then you go outside the congregation to look, and then they, they punish you for that. You know, you don't understand what I'm saying? Is it like a, is it like a kind of... Uh, uh, don't, don't, don't ask, don't tell type of punishment where they just shunning you, or they, or they, or they trying to, they, they're avoiding you. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they're shunning, they shun you. Yeah. Okay. So you, they so shun you, 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 you still, you still able to attend the meetings. That's what they call the meetings, or the kind you still able to attend, but you can't speak to any members or you can't participate. Oh wow! Only, only ones you can, only ones you can keep keep in contact with is the the elders. Oh wow! You can keep in contact with them. Yeah, yeah. See, I, 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 uh, I, I 
I think I dated maybe a few females that was Jehovah's Witnesses. I mean, they look like they doing something, but you know, um, we didn't we didn't get, get too deep in a relationship or nothing like that. I was just like, you know, just casually dating them, you know, for a minute. We didn't get too serious or nothing like that. But I've been hearing some things about, you know, uh, the the sisters that was Jehovah's Witnesses and how they was, you know, uh, sluts and whores and stuff like that and. You know, I, I but I but I, I really didn't have too much involvement with them, you know, because I was too busy. Christianity had me tied down, you know. I mean, I was I was in the Baptist and yeah. and a non-denominational church, and um, uh, you know, so and then uh, uh, apostolic, you know, they got so many titles of deception, you know. But anyway, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, and you know, and uh, back into the, the deception again is that. They uh, they're teaching to to love everybody, you know. They're saying you should you should love everyone, and so when when it, you know when I'm thinking in my mind to love everybody, that's really teaching you to hate your own people. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not you're not loving yourself first. You're not loving your own nation or your own tribe. That's, that's what they're teaching to, you know, to love everybody. And, okay. and that's, to me, that's that, to, by them saying that, that means to hate your own kind. Okay. And then, okay. Uh, then, and then, and then they, then they sh- telling you to, you know, to eat pork, that it's okay to eat pork. You know, I remember days they used to eat them, them you know, have barbecues with brats and pork chops and ribs. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, they, they shave their beards off. They have, you know, you say as men, you're supposed to be able to grow your beard, but they, they tell you to shave it all completely off, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they, you know, they're looking looking like boys by, you know, shaving their beards off and and having smooth faces, you know, like like girls. So basically, like, so, so you know, basically, <laughs> yeah, I know. So basically, you saying uh, this is they they was they was trying to bring another gospel. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so so what I did was while you were talking, I went over to uh, Galatians uh, chapter one, uh, verses six through twelve, and it says, "I marvel not, I I marvel that ye are soon so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ." But though we or an, or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. And as we said before, so, I, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For I do not persuade men or God, for, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but but by the revelation of Christ. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, so that gospel, it's a lot of gospels being preached out there, but we have to match that gospel up with what the word is saying. And... You know, I also want to uh, say this, too, because 
you know, uh, one thing I've learned uh, in, my, in my teaching and preaching days is that sometimes you can say certain words and people will run off with them words, man, and they'll start a whole new gospel. And so what, I, what I've learned right. to do is, is I learned to break things down so, so that they understand exactly where I'm coming from. Now, I, 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 I say that they, they're preaching another gospel, but at the same time, you know, you got to understand that when you are studying the Bible, you're, you're not understanding properly. You have to be up under someone who's been teaching or preaching that thing for a minute and somebody who halfway know what they're talking about. If you, if you go, if you start reading it on your own, that's how you got in the predicament you in with the Jehovah's Witnesses or wherever you at. Um, and I speak, I'm speaking to the community right now. I'm speaking to our listeners right now. And so if you don't want to be deceived like that again, find you a platform that teaches the gospel precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. And you'll be all right. But um, yeah, go ahead, Rock. Okay. So yeah, I'm almost uh, uh, done with my, my testimonies here. So then, then you have an issue, you know, again, back to the, to the marriage, you know, um, you know, I, I was, I had a girlfriend and, you know, we, we share a, you know, a daughter together and, but she also has, you know, you know, another, uh, daughter with, you know, another man. So it's like, you know, I was, I wasn't raised to, to share, uh, you know, my, my woman or my wife with other men, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like because, a concubine. Right. Exactly. A man, a, man, a woman can have, uh, you know, with two or three different last names you're dealing with, you know, she still has her, her father's last name, you know, and then you have her other, uh, daughter's father has, you know, she's dealing with that name in the household and then my name in the household. Mm-hmm. That's three different spirits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not only that, and, you got to under, understand that there's biological changes that happen in a woman too, because every man that goes up in her, his semen stays in her, in her and becomes, stays in her and become becomes exactly, part of her yeah, yeah, yeah biology yeah i heard that too before. yeah, yeah man. i heard that too yeah, yeah. so That's so even, even scientifically yep not not just spiritually but scientifically it's proven yep yeah so yeah so, man yeah and that that, that affects the woman it that, does and, and, and you have all those type of spirits on her mm-hmm. and then she don't act she don't act, she don't act any kind of way and then she put that on you and then then the man started, you know what I'm saying? Then, then it affects the man, and then it's like, then all you get all this confusion and all, and all this drama, and that's that's what it was. It was a bunch of drama, mm-hmm. a bunch of confusion because she she wasn't into reading the Bible. You know, I, I had to I had to start reading the Bible. I had to I had to start preaching. But you know, all over the years, you know, all, between all that drama, I was like in and out of jail, and um, you know what I'm saying, just uh, domestic. You know, she she a violent woman, man, and I, and I, I see what happened. I see the reason why. Yeah, and, you know, and, that's, and, why I, that's why that's why I stayed in this word mm-hmm. to find out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because uh, what happens is is that it's not saying that you know the the women that you know because the Bible does prophesy that our women would be we we would marry a woman and she would be another man she would be in another man's bed somewhere along the line or before she got married to you. So if she's not a virgin when she when she uh, when you get married to her, then that is just it's the same thing. If you get her, she 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 used goods. 
you know, she's not a virgin. So whether you get her after or before the fact, you know, it's still the same deal. Still the same deal. But it's, it's not saying that she can't be uh, healed. But it's gonna have, the healing is going to have to take place through the ministering of the word. That's the reason why the Bible says um, you shall be washed and sanctified with the word of truth by your husband. So if she submits to uh, a husband, you know, that, that the Lord sends her, then she can be washed and sanctified from all of that filth, all the mother men and everything. You see what I'm saying? But she has to submit, you see. Yeah, she see the the thing is what I'm what I'm coming to realize in today's society is that um, people need an understanding. Like the Bible says, with all thine getting, get an understanding. You can get you can get wisdom, you can get knowledge, but but with all your getting, you need to get an understanding. You know, and so if we can, if she can, if she can sit still long enough to get an under, a proper understanding in the scriptures and, and be quiet, you know, and study and learn. And, and begin to grow then man she'd be all right she'd be all right you know so uh what we do as men is we learn how to uh come with different approaches that can um get her attention you know if we if we love her you know we we have we have to study to show ourselves approved right like the bible says so you know if if, if you're that man for her then you're going to do what you got to do as far as Christ is concerned. And eventually Christ is going to turn her heart towards you. You just got to keep on doing, doing what you do. And growing in wisdom, knowledge and understanding. And if she's not, she won't. The Lord got somebody else for you. So that's my, that's my little take on that. Okay, you can go ahead, Art. Okay, yeah, I'm all, I'm all finished. I'm finished with my testimony. Okay, so, all right, so, Shalomah, Shalomah. So, okay, so, check this out. This is what we're going to do. So, you said uh, you wanted to deal with a few things. Um, you you want to deal with a few of the arguments that Jehovah's Witnesses were throwing at you. I know you told me one of them was uh, they, they claim that they're the spiritual Israel, and these are, these are people from other nations. Is that correct? Right. Okay, so let's yep. deal with let's deal with that. Let's go over to John the sixth chapter. John the sixth chapter. Let's deal with that. John, John the sixth chapter and the sixty third verse. When you when you get it, say con. John chapter 6 verse 6 verse, verse 63 mm-hmm. So I'll go ahead and I'll read it while you're getting it Okay So no, J- John 6 verse 63 Go ahead and read that for me Let me read it Okay it is the spirit that is life-giving. The flesh is of no use at all. The saying that I have spoken to you are spirit and our life. Okay, now I'm going to read my version. It says, uh, John 6, verse 63, It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Yeah, they're, they're claiming to be the spiritual Israel. And, and I'm going somewhere with this, right? So the spirit... 
that that they're talking about that they claiming to be is part of a covenant okay that was given to a specific people the the word the word is spiritual okay okay so john 6 and 63 tells us that the word is spiritual now let's go over to amos 3 1 through 2 so i'm built i'm building a case here amos 3 and 25 amos uh what is it oh i'm sorry amos 3 1 through 2 getting ahead of myself amos 3 1 1 and 2 1 1 1 through 2 yeah read that for me Okay, it says, uh, Hear this word that God has spoken concerning you, O people of Israel, concerning the whole family that I brought up out of the land of Egypt. Uh-huh. You alone I have known, you alone I have known out of all the families of the earth. That is why I will call you to account for all your errors. Okay, so the, the, the Lord is only dealing with his people, which are the Israelites. Okay. All right. Now let, let's go there. So, so apparently, this this spiritual people has to be Israel. There can't be no other people. Now let's go over to Acts three and twenty five. Acts three and twenty five. And let's 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 see what that's talking about. Acts three and twenty five. You only Acts have I three, known, Israel. You only have I known. Come on. <laughs> you are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your forefathers, saying to Abraham, and by means of your offspring, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Okay. So right there we see yeah. that, that they are they are the ones that the Lord is using to bring the blessing to the earth. Okay, right. so it's so still, still that's right. Is so it, yeah, it's the covenant. So let's let's go let's go to Romans nine one through thirteen. Then we're gonna move on to the next topic. Romans nine one through thirteen. Yeah, the covenant is, covenant is like a agreement or a contract. That's right. That's right. Look up the definition, of Israel. Y'all to see it. Romans nine one through thirteen. Romans nine. Now it's a little lengthy, but I, well, we had to do it because it, it, you know, if you if you read the partial, then you get a partial understanding. So go ahead. Right. Yeah, I like that. How you how you uh, you gonna read most of the chapter so you can get an understanding. Kind yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go one ahead. Thirteen. I, yeah. Romans nine one through okay. thirteen. Read that for me. Okay. I am telling the truth in Christ. I am not lying as my conscience bear witness with me in Holy Spirit. Now, this is Paul speaking. Have, this is Paul speaking, Israel. Go ahead. Okay. That I have great grief and unceasing pain in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were separated from the Christ as the curse one for the sake of my brothers, mm-hmm. my relatives according to the flesh, yeah. who are Israelites. To them belong the adoption as sons and the glory and the covenant and the so, giving of the law. So right, so 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 right here, Israel, Paul is speaking to those that are outside of the covenant. They're they're covenanted by the Lord, but they're outside of the covenant. In other words, they're not living this life. They're not walking this walk, talking this talk. They're not accepting the covenant that the Lord put them into into with Him. Okay, so this is who Paul is speaking to. 
So that's the reason why we covered John 6, 63, Amos 3, 1 through 2. And now we, uh, in Acts 3 and 25, to bring you to the, to the conclusion that this is Israel from the start to the finish. This has nothing to do with anybody else. This is all Israel. Okay, go ahead, brother. Okay. And the sacred service and the promises. To them, the forefathers belong, and from them, the Christ descended according to the flesh. Mm-hmm. God, who is over all, be praised forever. Amen. Mm-hmm. See that? However, see that? Who's, yeah. verse 5, whose are the fathers, and of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came. So he came to redeem them from the curse of the law because they were just following the law. I'm trying to, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but they were doing works without the faith. Okay, go ahead, man. Okay. However, it is not as though the word of God has failed. For not all who descend from Israel are really Israel. Uh huh. Neither are they children. Neither are they all children because they are Abraham's offspring. Okay, so right there, Israel, check this out. So you heard what he said right there. He said in verse 6, not as though the word of God, uh, I'm sorry, verse 5, whose are the father, uh, let me see, uh, where were you at? Okay, verse 7, I'm sorry. Neither because they are the seed of Abraham. So we know that Ishmael came out of Abraham. Right, but the, yeah, but Ishmael right. is not yeah. the child of the promise. That was the Ishmael was uh, birthed by Hagar, but she was she was the handmaid. Okay, but but we know that the promise seed would come through Isaac. That's the reason why it says neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children, but in Isaac shall thy seed be called. So here yeah, the Ishmaelites I, get eliminated. Okay, go ahead, brother. Okay. It says, what will be called your offspring will be through Isaac. That is, the children in the flesh are not really the children of God. Okay. The children by the promise are counted as the offspring. Okay, stop right there. See what I'm saying, Israel? Verse 8 actually just wraps it up, right? But we're going to go further, get further and uh, understand. It says, that is... They which are the children of the flesh. So the rest of the children, rest of the children in the world would be considered the children of the flesh. Okay, outside of the children of Israel, anybody outside the children of Israel are considered the children of the flesh. So that 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 would be. Uh, I don't want to get into it right now, but go ahead, brother. Uh-huh. For the word of promise was as follows: At this time I will come, and Sarah will have a son. Not only then, but also when Rebecca conceived twins from the one man Isaac, our forefather. Uh huh. For when they had not yet been born and had not practiced anything good or bad, so that God's purpose, res- purpose respecting the choosing might continue dependent, uh-huh. not on works, but on the one who calls. Uh-huh. It was said to them, the older will be the slave of the younger. Stop right this there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Let's go back and, uh, and deal with verse 11 again. Okay, read that again. Okay, verse 11. Uh-huh. It says, for when they had not yet been born. Okay, this right here. Stop, 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 stop. So right here we're talking about the, the so-called white man of today, the Caucasian. He descends, he's a descendant of Esau. Okay? This is now we deal with the Ishmaelites. Now we, or the Arabs. Now we're dealing with 
the so-called Caucasian race of people. Okay, yeah. Okay, come point. on, come on, yeah. come on. Okay. And verse 13, it says, just as it is written, I love Jacob, but Esau, I hate it. Bam, there it go. But you, you skip verse 12. Read verse 12 again. Verse 12. Uh-huh. It was said to her, the older will be the slave of the younger. Yes. Just as it is written, I love Jacob, but Esau, I hate it. See, that confirms right there when it says, the older shall serve the younger. Esau came out first. That makes him the oldest. So how is it if he's called the children of the child of the promise, how is it that he's gonna wind up serving Jacob? <laughs> you see what I'm saying, Israel? You know what I'm saying? I mean it's all it's plain as day. Just gotta lay them scriptures out. Just gotta lay them out. Come on, man. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, it's clear. Yeah, it's, it's clear, it's clear as day. It says verse 13, as it is written, Jacob have I love it, Esau have I hate it. And it what it have nothing to do with what Jacob or Esau did, this this decision was made prior to them even being born. This decision came from uh, Abraham, from Abraham through I through through Isaac into Jacob. This was a covenant that was made, started with Abraham. That's why he's called the father of, of our faith. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's move on. The next thing is um, the laws are done away with. They 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 claim that the laws are done away with, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what they believe. That's what they teach. And the, the, one of the scriptures they like to use is uh, Colossians two thirteen and fourteen. Okay, and that the you know where it's uh huh. Okay, let's 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 um. What we'll do is we'll come back and deal with Colossians Colossians at a later date. Let's let's build our case though. Cause I, I don't even I don't even need to mess with Colossians to build a case. Cause you the, that's why the Bible says precept upon precept. In other words, you building a case like you in a courtroom. If, if, if that person said I was there at nine o'clock and, and, and I left at nine thirty sharp and, and they got killed at nine forty five, well the next thing you're gonna be is okay. Well, what did you do prior to to getting there? What did you have on your person? What were, how, what what kind of shoes were you walking in? What kind of coat did you know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? You ain't just gonna go off of the time that they arrived and left because that's not enough right, information right. to figure out what's really going on here. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so they're yeah. gonna have to come up with more yeah, than just they're gonna have to come up with more out, than just Colossians. Uh, you know, yeah, I would just point out that that's that's one of the scriptures that that they use to you know to deceive people. That's all right. That's and, all right. That's 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 what that's what. That's what I'm. That's what I'm here for. Okay. So so let's do let's do Genesis nine and twelve. Let's go there. Okay. Genesis nine and twelve. Genesis nine and twelve. Genesis nine verse twelve. You know, just reading just reading one verse at a time. You know, it's, it's sometimes it's good to read the chapters to get the you know the full understanding. That that's okay. That's okay. We um, if I I didn't feel like it was needful for this because some some verses are pretty self-explanatory. Whenever whenever a verse is not too self-explanatory, I y'all always start start with verse one. That's just how I roll. Okay, so you said chapter nine and and, and where verse, you want to start at? And verse twelve. And also what I what I do for uh, what I what I do for my listeners is if they have any further questions or need any further understanding, they just email me or whatever. Okay. All right. So yeah, Genesis nine verse 9, twelve. Twelve. It says, and God added that 
That is the sign of the covenant that I am making between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. Okay. Okay. So, oh, excuse me. Okay. So here we go. It said, no, 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 no. It, it says the laws are done away with. But what does that say? It says, um, it, see, in my, in my, in my, my, my text, which the best one, the best Bible to read from is the uh, 1611 KJV with the Apocrypha. So you're definitely going to have to get one of those, but, um, or just a regular standard King James, because the one you reading out of is New Living Translation, I think. I'm not sure, but we need, we need the standard King James version because what mine says is that, and God said, this is the token of the covenant, which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for per- perpetual generations. So that means generations forever from this time forth. You see what I'm saying in Israel. So that means that the covenant can't be done away with. Because the word the word perpetual means continuing. Right. And it's, it's not just individual. He says generations. So that, that that, that, exactly. Exactly. Plural. That's right. Okay, now from there, let's go to Genesis 17 to 7. Genesis 17 to 7? Yeah, Genesis 17 verse 7. What does that say? Uh, it says, and I will keep my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant. Uh-huh. To, be God, to be God to you and to your offspring after you. See that thing? See, see that thing? It's just continuing. You know, you get born, then the next one get born, and the next one get born. It's going to keep on going on. So how's it done away with? Give me Matthew 5 and 18. Matthew 5 and 8. Let's see what it's saying in the New Testament about it. Matthew 5 and 18. Uh huh. What does that say? Um, almost there. Uh mm-hmm. It says, Truly I say to you that sooner will heaven and earth pass away than from one stroke of a letter to pass away from the law until all things take place. Okay, I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read from mine. It says, uh, Matthew 5, 5 and 18. It says, For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth passes. Heaven and earth still here? Still here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not one jot or one tittle shall in any wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Have the Lord come back yet? Nope. <laughs> so that means that the, the, the law ain't went nowhere. The law is still in play. As a matter of fact, we still in the Old Testament. The new covenant doesn't come until we in, in the kingdom. Okay, so give me Galatians 3, 25, 24 through 25. Galatians 3, 24 through 25. And I, I'll, read, I'll, read, I'll, read, I'll read from mine. Okay. Yeah. Galatians 3, 24 through 25. You got that? Okay, I got it. Okay, Galatians 3, 24 through 25, Israel. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith because up until that time that Christ came, we were, we were, we were trying to get the kingdom through works, through animal sacrifices through trying to be good okay um verse 25 but after that faith is come 
we are no longer under the schoolmaster. Now, a lot of people will take that and say, oh, well, yeah, we got to then see that's proven right there that we don't need the law. No, that's not that's not what they're saying. They're saying that now that you are walking by faith, you have become a product of the schoolmaster. You're a little schoolmaster now. You, it's not saying you throw. It's, it's not. It's not saying you throwing the law away because you don't need the law no more. It's saying that you've learned from the law. And, and I use this as an example. It's just like um, a sensei and his and, and his student. Yes, sensei. Yes, sensei. Hold on this bar for ten min. Ten minutes, sensei. Yes. Hold on the bar. Ten minutes. So he holds on the bar and he's not up there questioning the sensei why he's on the bar because he uh, he knows that the sensei knows what he's talking about. So he going to hold on that bar. He ain't going to get no explanation why he holding on the bar, why he holding on the bar. And he going to hold and then he going to do it until he masters it. And then once the sensei releases him, what is he going to do? He going to use everything he learned. And that's what we do when we're under the law. When the law, what it means by what under means is that you're being taught. It's just like being under authority. That person tells you what to do and you do it. The law tells us what to do and we do it. It doesn't mean that we don't need that law or we don't need that person anymore that person gonna go on and train another person even though we didn't went on that 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 training still goes on con con so this is what it's talking about when it says we are no longer under the schoolmaster because now we are walking by faith from what the schoolmaster taught us so we don't need to just you know go uh, under the law and as far as like learn anymore we've learned it now now we're teaching it ourselves we are perpetuating the law from what we learn that's where they get that 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 uh, uh saying from reach one teach one teach one reach one <laughs> so yeah okay so we didn't deal with that let's move on let's move on uh, so, you, so the next thing is they believe God loves everybody, huh? That's right. They believe. They That's believe. They believe. They believe God loves everybody. Okay, let, let's go to Exodus twenty-five. Let's deal yeah, with that. I can tell you what scripture. I can tell you what scripture they use. That's all right. That's all right. We we got our own plethora of scripture. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go to Exodus twenty-five. We don't need to mess with their scripture. Their little scripture. Okay. Exodus, okay. Exodus what? Exodus twenty verse five. Let's start there. Exodus yeah. twenty verse five. Yeah, and I, I I'll read for you. Um, let me see. So Exodus twenty and five, Israel. What does that say? It says, "Thou shalt not bow down thyself to, to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. I'm a jealous God." He says. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. <clears throat> so right there, we can hate the Lord. That's what that's what the Bible saying. The Bible saying we. I'm I'm setting a setting a precedence here. I'm setting the stage for some here. We can hate the Lord, right? But 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 the Lord can't hate us back. Is that a relationship? <laughs> is is that a, is that a free? A relationship where I'm able to, you know, if you, I can, I can walk away from you. You can walk away from me. 
Is that a free relationship? Is that balanced? Is that balanced, Art? Uh, no, it's not. It's not balanced. No. Okay, okay. Come on, man. Come on, man. You, you, you. Come on. I need you to be down. Need you to do your thing, there, man. Come on now. Okay. So here we go. So um, yeah, because um, yeah. So uh uh. So so if it's not balanced, then what kind of relationship is that? It's not balanced, man. It's just like just when one person just doing, showing all the love and then, you know, and then you're not getting that love back. You know, no, it ain't balanced, man. It ain't balanced, so it really ain't a, it really ain't a relationship, is it? No, it's not. Okay, that's that's the that's what I want to establish right there. So if the if we can hate the Lord, the Lord should be able to hate us back, right? Right. Okay. Thank you. Okay, let's move on from there. Second Chronicles 19 and 2. Second Chronicles 19 and 2. Second Chronicles 19 and 2. Yes. And I'll go ahead and read. Second Chronicles 19 right. and 2, Israel. And Jehu, the son of Hanani, the seer, went out to meet him and said to King Jehoshaphat, Shouldest thou help the ungodly? and love them that hate the Lord, therefore is wrath upon thee from the Lord. So here it is, here's an example, a real-time example in Second Chronicles, where Jehu, the son of Hanani, the seer, went out to meet uh, King Jehoshaphat and, and put to him the question, should you help the ungodly and love them that hate the Lord? Because of that, uh, King Jehoshaphat, the wrath of God is coming upon you. So what? So what is that saying? The Lord hates him for that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. I mean, two plus two equal four. You know. But let's go a little further. Give me Psalms five and five. Psalms five, verse five. Let's see what that say. Psalms five, verse five. Five, verse five. Uh huh. What does that say? That probably should say about the same thing. No. It's just a song. No, no arrogant person may stand in your presence. Mm-hmm. You hate all those who behave wickedly. See, all those that's, that's planning and plotting different types of sins, whether they be small, little white lies, whatever, the Bible says he hates those people. Now, the Bible just said the Lord hate them. It don't get no, it don't get no plainer than that. Give me Psalms 11 and 5. Psalms 11, verse 5. And then we're going to move on. 11, verse 5. Uh-huh. God examines the righteous one as well as the wicked one. He hates anyone who loves violence. You see that thing? <laughs> you see that? Man, I, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I mean, bam, there it is. You know? There it is. So, um, okay, so let's move on. Let's move on to the next thing. Okay. So, uh, so they say so they say they permitted to eat pork, huh? They permitted to eat pork. Oh yeah, that's one of their beliefs, yep. Okay. That it's okay to eat pork and then shellfish. Okay, okay. All right, let's deal with that. Let's go to Deuteronomy fourteen and eight. 
Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 14, verse 8. Let's see what that say. Israel, I hope y'all ha- hope y'all having a good time this Sabbath because I surely am with my brother uh, Malachi. And uh, we're gonna try to give y'all we're gonna try to let we're gonna try to get y'all full before y'all leave here today. On this lovely Sabbath day. Hallelujah. Okay. So let's uh, uh 14 verse 8. Yeah, so we dealing with um uh the Jehovah's Witnesses claim that they are permitted to eat pork. Come on. It says also the pig, because it has a split hoof, but does not chew the cud. It is unclean for you. You must not eat their flesh or touch their carcasses. God, there it is. There it is. It's unclean. You can't even touch it, let alone eat it. Now, I just want to clear something up because for those of you that's coming in on the uh, podcast. Um, now, the other nations, those are the children of the flesh. We dealt with that earlier. If you didn't hear that, then rewind it and start from the beginning. But those are the children of the flesh, the, the children yeah, of the other nations. They, they can eat those types of things. They can eat all they can they can eat it till they till they come out their nose. This but we the children of Israel, we cannot eat that. We cannot eat that. Israel with its off limits for us. Okay? All right, let's go to first Maccabees 1, 43 through 49. First Maccabees 1, 43 through 49. Say it one more time. First Maccabees. First Maccabees 1, 43. One. 43 through 49. 43 through 49. Uh-huh. And read that for me. <clears throat> this is another this is another this is, this is another real-time example from the apocrypha. Come on. Okay. It says, Ye, many also are the Israelites, consented to his religion, and sacrifice unto idols, and profane the Sabbath. For the king has sent letters by messengers unto Jerusalem and the cities of Judah that they should follow the strange laws of the land and forbid burnt offerings and sacrifice and drink offerings in the temple and that they should profane the Sabbaths and festival days and pollute the sanctuary and holy people set up altars and groves and chapels of idols and sacrifice swine's flesh and unclean beasts that they should also leave their children uncircumcised and make their souls abominable with all matter of uncleanness and, and profanation. Uh-huh. To the end, of, to the end, they might forget the law and change all the ordinances. Do you see Israel? Do you see what? Do you see what the nations are trying to do right now, led by the uh, so-called white man, the Caucasian races? Do you? Do you see? Do you see what they're doing? They're trying to get you killed, man. They're trying to put get you put to death by the Father, by keeping you, by keeping you in sin, because they know you don't know because you 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 a homeborn slave like the Bible says. You you don't even you 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 don't even know where you don't even know where home is. You you worse than the ass, the Bible says. That's why we have come to teach you today and show you who you are. You are from a royal lineage. You're from a royal priesthood. God, hallelujah. So this is what they're trying to do. And the longer you allow yourself to stay in the dark, the, the closer you bring yourself to destruction. 
It says in verse, uh, let's deal with that again in verse 48. I read from 48 through 49. It says that they should also leave their children uncircumcised. See, they want to they wanna start a perpetual um, generation of, of heathens. You see that? They want to make you heathen when you're actually royalty. They want to make you a heathen. You see what I'm saying? They want you to live how they live in. They want you to be the dishonorable like they are, the wicked like they are. It says that they should also leave their children, meaning the children of Israel, and make their souls abominable with all manner of uncleanness and profanation. To what end? What is all this about, Israel? Verse 49 tells us, it says, to the end that they might forget the law and change all the ordinances. You see that? <laughs> the, 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 the law is what keeps us connected to our Father and keeps us connected to the blessings that he has for us. Because there's only one other way. There's either the blessing or the curse. There's the righteous and the wicked. So if you, by default, if you, uh, if you leave off the righteousness, if you leave off, um, uh, 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 if if you if you leave if you go from the right, you get you got the left and unrighteousness and wickedness. So Israel, come on back to the laws. Come on back to them laws. Okay. Okay. So let's um let's move on. Right? Let's move on. Give me Ezekiel eighteen and twenty one. This gonna be this gonna wrap it up for this. Ezekiel eighteen twenty one. Ezekiel 1821. Yeah. Ezekiel 1821. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want me to read that? Yeah, you can go ahead and knock it out. Uh, it says, Now if someone wicked turns away from all the sins he has committed and keeps my statutes and does what is just and righteous, he will surely keep living. Okay. He will not die. That's right. And so that's what you got to do, Israel. If you want to live, for, if you want to see that next kingdom, if you want to rule in the coming kingdom, then you're going to have to do this right here. You're going to have to forsake what the heathen nations have, have rubbed off on us, led by Esau. You're going to have to forsake all that stuff. A lot, a lot of those traditions uh, was, 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 uh, was pushed on us while we were still in slavery here in America. So, so you're going to have to push, put off those things and put on Christ. And then you can uh, inherit the promises that the Lord got for you. Okay. okay. So, so let's, let's move on. So the last point that we, we uh, mentioned was, they, uh, you brought up to me, was they believe in clean shaven faces. Right. Is that correct? Right, yeah. They want you, your face, yeah. Okay. You, ever, you ever grow a mustache though, but they want all your beard, your beard all shaved off. Okay, all right. Well, have a mustache though, but, it, uh, it, 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 isn't that strange that they de- they they want the beard gone? Ain't that something? Ain't that something? I mean, why why not the mustache? <laughs> you know, why 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 not the sideburns? You know, but 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 the beard. Why is the why why did they want that? Because they're heathens. Because they know what that beard represents. That beard represents your manly dignity. It, right. it, it separates yep. you. It, 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 as far as looks are concerned, because you can still look like a man and be a boy in your in your mind. But as far as looks are concerned, the Lord wants to deal with the whole man, the outer, the inner man first, and then the outer man. So 
uh, so so what do they want you to do? They want you to look like a boy because they called you boy when we were still slaves in in the South and in much of the country. Okay, so uh, Leviticus twenty one and five. Let's deal with that. Because Israel, rega- rega- regardless to whether you may think, regardless to whether or not you think that everything matters, Israel, everything matters. The devil, is, the devil himself is in the details. Give me, um, give me Leviticus twenty-one to five. What does that say? Twenty-one to five. It says they should not make their heads bald or shave off the fringe of their beard or make cuts on their body. Okay, mine says, they shall not make baldness upon their head, neither shall they shave off the corner of their beard, nor make any cuttings in their flesh. Okay, so right there, it shows you that the Lord is dealing with hair. <laughs> I mean, he's dealing with hair. He's, de- he's dealing with how you look, the things you're doing with your body. Why wouldn't he deal with beard? Why, why, why would beard be insignificant? Come on now. Give me um, give me 1 Maccabees 1, 43 through 49. 1 Maccabees 1. 1 Maccabees 1. 43 through 49. 1, 43 through 49? Uh-huh. Give me that. It says, Ye many also of the Israelites consented to his religion and sacrificed unto idols and profaned the Sabbath. For the king has sent letters by messengers unto Jerusalem and the cities of Judah that they should follow the strange laws of the land and forbid burnt offerings and sacrifice and drink offerings in the temple and that they should profane the Sabbaths and festival days and pollute the sanctuary and holy people set up altars and groves in the chapels of idols and sacrifice swine's flesh and unclean beasts. That they should also leave their children uncircumcised and make their souls abominable with all manner of uncleanness and profanation. To the end, they might forget the law and change all the ordinances. There it is again. Everything that they have you doing, if you go, if you work a job and they tell you, you can't do this, and, and it's in the law that you should be able to do this. Well, because we are in captivity, a lot of times we had to bite the bullet, and we, we just had to do it. Like, we had to shave. If they say, we got to shave, we got to shave. See? And, but, but I'm going to tell you something, right? In your heart of hearts, you didn't want to shave. And the Lord knows that you didn't want to shave. And that's really all that matters. So, so Israel, l- 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 let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. The, the devil has no grounds on you. Once you are, once you in your heart is the Lord's, the devil can't mess with you. No matter what he tried to get you to do on the outside. Now, can they make you eat swine flesh? Can they make you? No, they can't make. I, I, I've been offered um, pork pizza on the on on my on a lot of my job sites. A lot of times, you know what I did? I turned it down. And you know, you know what the enemy started doing? You know what the enemy started doing after I started turning it down? They started ordering nothing but stuff that had pork on it. They, they, at first, they were ordering stuff that had, like, cheese pizzas, um, uh, uh, beef pizzas. But then once I started turning it down, 
he started, the enemies just reared up his head, boy. He started ordering nothing but pork. He said, I'm going to make sure he eats some pork. But you know what I said? <laughs> but, but, but you know what I said, yeah. Israel? You know what I said? I said, no, thank you. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I said, no, thank you. I appreciate it anyway, though. And I just left it at that. I didn't get mad, look evil, because they're the ones that bought it. It wasn't my money. They were, I was just being offered, you know? So it's all about how you look at stuff. It's all about how you attack it. But um, anyway, let's uh, turn, turn your phone down, Ock, because um, it's echoing in the... Uh, you got you got something on where we coming through? I'll turn it down. Okay, you got to turn it all the way down because I, I can hear myself coming... Uh, Regurgitating back through the line. Yeah, better. Yeah. That, oh, that's that's beautiful. Okay. So first Maccabees. Let's uh. Let me see. So then uh. Uh. Oh, you know what? We covered the wrong scripture there. That we were supposed to be down here, man. I, I gotta cross this out. Hold on. So I said first Maccabees, but that was still a good scripture. But we want we want the right one. So give me first Ezra eight sixty nine through seventy two. In the Apocrypha. Yeah, 69 through 72. This is the one we I really want to, uh, Israel. First Ezra okay. 8, 69 through 72. Read that for me. It says, The nation of Israel, the princes, the priests, and Levites have not put away from the, them the strange people of the land, nor the pollutions of the Gentiles, to wit, other, other Canaanites, Hittites, Pharisees, Jebusites, and the Moabites, Egyptians, and Edomites. See, look at that. For both they, go ahead. For both they and their sons have married with their daughters, and the holy seed is mixed with the strange people of the land. Mm-hmm. And from the beginning of this matter, the rulers and the great men have been partakers of this inequity. Mm-hmm. See that? As soon as I had heard these things, I rent, rent my clothes and the holy garment and pulled off the hair from off my head and beard and sat me down sad and very heavy mm-hmm. so all they that were then moved at the word of the Lord God of Israel assembled unto me while I mourned for the iniquity but I sat still for heaviness until the evening sacrifice okay see that Israel and, so that's the reason why he shaved his head he cut off all of his hair it was to mourn that's the only time we're allowed to do it. Lawfully. Other than that, you had to let your hair, you had to let your hair, let your let your beard grow. And you you can shave it, you know, keep it neat and groomed, but never bald. Your face should never be bald as a man. Con? Con, okay. All right, so let's move on to Ezekiel 5, 1 through 2. And then we're going to close it out. Cause this is a, this is a real good lesson. This is real good. I didn't know it was gonna be this, ju- this juicy. <laughs> this is real good. Okay, so um, Ezekiel five one through two. Five one through two. As for you, son of man, take a sharp sword for your razor, or for yourself to use as a barber's razor. Shave your head and your beard, and then take scales to weigh and divide the hair into portions. You will burn a third of it in the fire inside the city when the days of the siege are completed. Then you will take another third and strike it with the sword all around the city. And the last third you will scatter to the wind, and I will draw a sword to chase after them. 
Okay, so the Lord was using uh, the prophet Ezekiel here. Uh, this was a time of mourning and great grief for him because Israel was the the city city of Jerusalem was about to be seized by the enemies. So he was in mourning. He cut off his hair. So the only time we're allowed to cut our hair, be shaven bald, is when we're in mourning. That's the only time, Israel. Other than that, we got to keep our hair on our heads. All right. So hopefully this is uh, this is a um, this is a, a very fruitful lesson for you uh, concerning the uh, the Jehovah's Witness deception, and uh, we'll be we'll probably be going in on it a much deeper at a later date. But uh, that was pretty good right there. That was that was that I'm, I'm full off of it. How about you, Ah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um so um any last words, Ark, for uh, for the listeners before um before we um let them go. Oh no, that's it. I just, uh, just wait. Thank you for having me on, and uh, yeah, that, I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad we shared these scriptures because I, you know, I learned some points too myself. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Shalawan, Shalawan. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And this won't be the last time we have our brother Malachi on. Uh, he's got a lot of other things that he want to discuss. A lot of, lot of other um, concepts uh, concerning uh, these nations out here that that we want to go in on and deal with. So um, uh, we hope that y'all enjoyed the enjoyed the show, Israel. And I'm, I'm just gonna say Shalawan. We love y'all. Shalawan. <laughs>